Hey. Hey. Hey, we're back. What's up? What's up, man? <laughs> Feels good to be back. It does feel good to be back. Um, feels a little early in the day to start drinking, but um, it's educational. It's educational. As I said before, we're dedicated drinkers. Mm-hmm. And we're at a bar. We're at a location site for this one. It so. makes sense. Yeah, no, it's not like I'm just drinking in my backyard in the yeah, middle of the day. Just fine. So anyways, welcome back to the podcast, guys. I for, I can never remember what episode it is. I'm actually like backlogging a bunch, so that way I can kind of be on schedule um, always. So it's going to be a fun time. But um, for those of you guys that don't know, um, I'm Josiah for uh, Grand Rapids Whiskey. That's me. And then we got, uh, got Andrew Ramirez here. If you listened to uh, the last one we did together, it was probably one of the best ones we ever did. It was a lot of fun. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, it was. <laughs> um, but uh, there's been a lot that's changed in the the last few weeks um, for both of us, especially you. I mean, like when we last talked, I mean, I think you had just you were more full time here, focusing on, but you were like thinking about doing other things with your life. But um, yeah, obviously you've come quite away um, when it comes to what you're doing here at Buffalo. Yeah. Um, so why don't you talk about that? Let's fill us all in. What yeah, are you guys. Doing? Hey, you? thanks for having me back, Josiah, and welcome, everybody. Um, yeah, so before, I think on the last podcast, I was actually working on moving to Utah. I don't think I mentioned it in the podcast, but uh, you knew and a lot of other close friends knew. Um, but that kind of fell through, but I landed on my feet actually pretty terrifically, and uh, everything kind of works out, I guess. So I got promoted to head bartender here at Buffalo Traders. Oh, yeah. And uh, a lot of good things are in the work, um, and I'm actually very excited about it, and it's a great space to be um, as a 25-year-old head bartender. It's pretty sick, not going to lie. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what's going on with me. How about you, Muchacho? You got some stuff in the works. Is that secret or no? Uh, I mean, some of it is. I mean, okay. uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen yet. Okay. Um, there's a very big possibility that I won't be here anymore in Grand Rapids, so I'm trying to get all my um Way to clarify for Grand Rapids. I was like, oh. Yeah, I will will no longer be with you guys. Um, It's been nice knowing you all. Um, (laughs) That's fine if it's secret, because then that just gives an excuse to do another podcast after stuff's not secret. Exactly. And I can just come back on. It can be like life updates and drinking with Andrew. I like that. Yeah, Yeah. just like a regular thing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep it that way for a bit. Now, if my therapist listens to this, which, I mean, she knows I do this... um, Please don't yell at me. I'm 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 totally fine. I'm in a good space, and I know you said I need to cut back on drinking, um, but that's that's just not going to happen. <laughs> like entirely. I, I mean, I have cut back, but I can imagine your therapist has mixed feelings about this podcast because one, it's probably a great outlet for you, but two, oh, yeah. it's like self therapy, and like yeah. it takes away from her money. It's true. <laughs> you know, it's, you it's it. true. Like what she straight up said, like one of the biggest things about therapy that uh, really benefits you is listening to yourself talk. And, you know, having someone else to, like, kind of bounce ideas off of. Like, most of the session is me just, like, rambling and her going, wow, um, I don't get paid enough to listen to this shit. <laughs> she says that? <laughs> no, but, uh, like, you know, like, like if, if I was if I was in her position, I would uh, yeah. 100% think that. I would 100% be the therapist that has, a, like, the pad and you're always writing, but you're really just doodling. You're just like, doodling? Like, doodling like, what are you like, writing? What? Yeah. And how does that make you feel? Keeps drawing a dinosaur. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. But, um, yeah, no, lots of good things coming soon. So um we'll just kinda go off of that. Um Hell yeah. Yeah. And it is what was it, eleven o'clock right now and mm-hmm. we're at a bar. Yeah. Dedication. Dedication. <laughs> um something like that. Um finally got the coffee going. Um Yeah. It was weird. I got up at um 
I'm going to wake up today, 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. for no good fucking reason. I actually went to sleep really early last night, which never happens. And woke up at 6, and I was just like, all right, well, I, I guess I'll just get up. I mean, I'm kind of like in between jobs right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I have stuff lined up. But um, I just struggle with finding what to do with myself a lot of times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I saw you went to the gym today. I did, I've yeah. already complimented your outfit privately, but I will, compliment, I will uh, compliment your outfit publicly. Thank you. You look good. You look I, good. I did uh, kinda say... Kind of daddish, but like in daddish. It's in daddish. A dad dad adjacent. Dad adjacent. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, you know, major... Uh, major daddy vibes for sure so like if i you know i'm gonna show up to college orientation and you know yeah. drop my um welcome week yeah welcome week save uh, those clothes for <laughs> approximately 25 years from now when you have a kid that you're dropping off at welcome week and if you can still fit into them i'll be sweet do some damage wait how old i'm gonna be like what fucking wow 20 i don't like that i don't like that math Isn't at all that crazy that's uh what 52 yeah yeah i like to think i'll peak in my 50s I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like a thing with guys. Like, if you take care of yourself, um, I mean, just people in general. I mean, I don't mean to, like, yeah, make it all about dudes. But, like, it's a thing. Like, you, if you take care of yourself and don't let yourself go, you can definitely peak in your 50s. Yeah, 100%. You know, show up to Welcome Week and be like, what's up? What's up? What's up? How's it, how's it going? And, you know. Or as they say, sup. Sup. Mm-hmm. And then the, <laughs> all, all my um, daughter's friends are going to be like, Who's that? Who's that? Who's like, that? That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I'll just be like fat and disgusting in our fifties. <laughs> if I keep drinking, if like we, this, yeah, I if well, we keep yeah. talking about this, karma's, karma's a bitch, man. Let me tell you, it's gonna come back. Yeah, no. Oh, sorry, I forgot this is a PG podcast. Is it? No. No. Fuck no. <laughs> Every so often, I think about fuck. it. Cause I'm like, fuck. Um, yeah, um, fuck shit. What words should we not? Um, I don't. Um, I don't like the c word. Okay. I mean, I think the c words should specifically only be spoken by Australian people. Yeah, because they can, they, they, it's they, so it's just, funny. They can pull it off, and it sounds <laughs> hilarious as fuck when they do it. Yeah. Um, and, I don't say and you know lie. it's like yeah. you know it's like they. Uh, but it's like they don't buddy. mean anything by it. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's like, like it's buddy. like yeah. where like Americans say it. And it's like, it's like geez, Jesus, wow, man, like that's the worst off. thing you can yeah. say at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you just cut you off. You didn't kill your kid. Like, relax, man. Why are you calling that? Yeah, no. Fucking insane. Yeah, my favorite cuss word has got to be uh, fucktard. Fucktard? Specifically because that's the only. My dad is a very, uh, it's a pretty conservative man. You know, doesn't cuss a lot. Um, very even keel. But when he's driving and if someone cuts him off, that's his go to and it is just precious. Fucktard. Yeah, I like that. precious when it comes. Like it's, it's a moment when it comes out. And it's just amazing. So that's probably my favorite word. Fucked hard. Um, For nostalgia reasons. I. The AC is back on. That's okay. Sorry. Sorry for the white noise in the background. If you just uh, close your eyes now, this is going to be a part where we just do a guided meditation and just let the white noise kind of wash over you. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe out. (laughs) And now we're going to go into downward facing dog. You've done too many classes at MGT. I want you to relax <laughs> and let the energy flow in through your butthole. You see, here's some ASMR. And out through your taint. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to actually teach there. Did you know that? Like, uh, like uh, classes yoga, Pilates type shit. I can tell by that. Not just, the uh, not the how it ended, but no. how it started. How <laughs> it started, I could definitely tell. Slow, yeah. <laughs> A lot of the moms like that class. 
Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. I would yeah. also like that class. So consider me a mom. No, I know. I, I used to. I used to do it before I taught it, and. Um, one of the coolest things I've ever done was uh, me and a couple of friends, we went out to uh, Southern California, okay. but it was in the mountains above like San Bernardino. So it wasn't like, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, I, Beautiful um, spot, yeah. yeah. Oh, I. So it's up in the mountains and there's like this little pond reservoir lake, like tiny lake, you know, on top of the mountain. And we're with some of my friends that live out there and they're kind of like, they like live in vans. They do like ski patrol in the winter and paragliding. Sweet, yeah, yeah. Like they like, we've talked about oh, yeah, that's right. yeah, 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 yeah. those guys, but they have like, and they're kind of like living off the land, free living. But then they have some like friends that are like truly like living off the land, free living. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they tent in random spots in the mountain and that's their, like they don't have, you know what I mean? Great mm-hmm. lifestyle for those that choose it. But anyways, so one of these guys is leading us in meditation and yoga on top of this mountain and I am having the time of my life I'm not very flexible and I wasn't doing too great in the yoga thing right, yeah. but it was just like the fact that we're doing scenery and doing this yoga I'm just so relaxed and then towards the end of it he whatever we were doing he was leading us through yoga I got so relaxed I just ripped ass Dude, so loud and I was <laughs> Just chuckling myself, but just at this peaceful moment, like it was like full serenity. Like you can hear like this, like the beautiful cry of an eagle somewhere, and like there's like just like crickets chirping in the background. Everyone's yeah. quiet, deep breaths, and then I just hear this big flatulence go. Boom. Yeah, just boom. Dude, would you believe it or not? It's actually super common. Oh, I believe on it. Yoga. I like, believe uh, it. That's why I'll the, never do hot yoga, dude. Oh my god, the first time I ever did hot yoga, I didn't actually know I was doing hot yoga. Okay, uh, one of my friends from MVP who actually like taught yoga there um she was like yeah let's go to this uh this um this studio like if you like yoga here uh you should come with me to yoga fever and you know my brain i'm not thinking yoga fever means hot yoga but thinking about it it's in the fucking name yeah and it was um it was like the middle of winter so it was like 25 30 degrees outside yeah so i wore like the super like thick like wool like uh, almost pants, yeah, um, and then um, a long sleeve shirt because it was mm. fucking freezing. And I was yeah. like, dude, I want to be warm. Mm-hmm. I get there and uh, everyone's in their like fucking sports bras and like booty shorts, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait, wait, where the fuck am I? And she's like, yeah, it's hot yoga, and I was like, wait, seriously? <laughs> and then like, so I sit down and it's like a hundred degrees in there, and I start like hyperventilating. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god! She's like, just, just focus on your breathing. I'm like, dude, I can't fucking do this. I can't do this. And let me out. I'm like, literally, like, <laughs> just dripping sweat. And um, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I was not like, I mean, I was like a bigger guy back then. Like, so I was in shape, but I just did not have the means to be like, I'm gonna strip down to my underwear like the dude that's sitting right next to me is doing. Yeah, like I'm not the Greek god to my right over here. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then afterwards, she's like, you know, you could have just like taken your like your shirt off. And I was like, no. Like, I was committed to it. It was already fucking soaked before the class even started. That was a super cathartic experience. 10 out of 10 would not ever do again, um, just in general, because I thought I was going to fucking die in that room Mm -hmm. that day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is not how I want to go. Hey, but did it make you stronger? I mean... Possibly? Not really. All right, well, there goes that idea. (laughs) (laughs) But I was very, very loose by the end of it. I walked outside, and I was like, oh, my God, fresh air. This is amazing. This feels so nice. And the end of it, like, they blast the AC, I think. Like, after, like, the heat's been on, they, like, switch it over, and you're just like... They take the coals out. Put the coals out. Release. (laughs) Yeah. Love that. Yeah, no, it's good. Yoga, all that shit. Um, You mentioned California, and that reminded me of something that I kind of, like, 
uh, thought about super random. Um, there's a bunch of like resorts out there, obviously, like mm-hmm. dedicated to like relaxation and stuff, like hot yeah. springs and the mud pools and all that shit, which is a lot of fun. There's yeah. some in Colorado I like to go to, but there's one out there. Um, there's one out there called Glen Ivy, and it's pretty sweet. You know, it's nice. You know, it's pretty your standard in the mountains resort uh, mm-hmm. type thing. We do all the hot springs, and there's one that's uh, you know not too far down the road called Glen Eden. Okay. And uh, by the name, you can kind of guess what it is. I've never gone. I always wanted to go. Glen Eden? Yeah. Like Garden of Eden? Exactly. So okay. it's completely naked, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. no shit. Yeah, so you, like, walk in. Not my style. No, nah, not me either. But, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about that. I'm, like, you're just in the mud bath, just in the nude, and you get out, and you're just completely caked in it. That's fair. That actually sounds, that sounds somewhat scary. appealing in a weird way. You know, like, you'd actually get to... That's ex- just so much pressure to be naked in front of other people. Dude, right, especially in California. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... I'm comfortable enough with my body, right? But that's just a lot of pressure. It is. And I know, I know, I'm not the only one that like shares that mindset. Oh, of course, you know. But like, I think I I remember one time to kind of go off topic, like watching. Um, do you ever have like shows as a kid where it was like you <laughs> would like flip it, not like porn or anything like that, but like you would flip over the channel real quick if your parents came home because you just didn't want them to know you were watching that. <laughs> like sometimes, like when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to watch Avatar because my parents thought it was like silly or just a heresy. I don't know. So I had to like watch it late at night at Nick at night. But there's shows on like not HGTV, but basically like about the nudist counties in Florida. Yeah, dude. And it would be so weird. Like, it's just like these grandmas and they obviously have everything blurred out, but I was just like petrified. It's all these like grandma and uh, grandpas driving around in golf carts. Dude. Butt-ass naked. And you know they're swinging. And oh, they're swinging everywhere, dude. Like, literally <laughs> and <laughs> also figuratively. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I was just, I just remember being like, mortified about these people just like like everything is completely normal except for the fact that they have no clothes on i know it's just crazy to think about absolutely not um but think about it you know how like you ever do one of those like mud masks on your face where you like put Mm -hmm. the clay on absolutely and then you wash it off and you feel so refreshed and everything so imagine that like on your penis you know you actually like exfoliate your your penis and your you got me to say it. I don't, even, I don't even like saying it. <laughs> so you're sitting in that mud bath. Just imagine that. And then you just like <laughs> let it kind of like cake on and then you wash that off. Like, like Loki, I kind of know what that feels like. I might go home and dig out my mud mask just for fun. <laughs> just you you like, go home and Katie's like, why are you digging a hole in the backyard? <laughs> and I'm just don't like, worry about it. Don't worry about it. This is, um, this is how we... Um, it's self care. It's self care, exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? I don't know. Well, it, was, it wasn't that. That's not what I wanted to talk yeah. about. That's all right. It just kind of happens, you know. Uh, shameless plug, real quick. If you made it this far and you're yeah. still listening <laughs> to this podcast, uh, do you think this will be released before Monday? Probably not. Yeah, well. Okay. October 4th, Monday at Buffalo. There's going to be a really cool event, actually. Um, it's going to be me and two of the bartenders from Madrid or Madur or MDRD. Uh, the very nice Spanish place, uh, Spanish style uh, fine dining restaurant above the Amway. Uh, Justin and Mitch are two bartenders going to be guest spotting here on Monday and we're going to have Chef Darren from Shaker and Swine that if you've ever been into Buffalo on a weekend he's uh, the ones that does all our small plates absolutely fucking fantastic food mm-hmm. um, starts at 5 goes until we kind of feel like shutting it down so probably around somewhere between 10 and midnight um, mm-hmm. it's going to be a baller time um, it's going to be a packed house but 
you get here. It's a place to be seen on Monday. Um, it's going to be awesome. But, yeah, that's my shameless plug real quick. That's sweet. Yeah, and I'll be here, like, right at 5. Oh, yeah. Just to be safe. Yeah. I'd, like... That post, the post yeah, that we have, a lot of engagement, uh, so much engagement, like, and then last night I paid f- uh, like thirty five dollars to promote it. Yeah, 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 yeah. for the next five days or whatever. So yeah, it's I might be, be shooting popping. myself in the foot. <laughs> yeah, with how well, popping it's yeah, gonna be. No, but I mean, I mean, if you have a wait list, it'd be huge. I mean, people really want to come in that. So bad. we kind of have the strategy of. Uh, and we're like kind of like anti waitlist. One is just so much like we used to have an app that you could like have people like log in. You could just like click on, like, like put people in order by their seat or by their like number of party and their phone number. Okay. And then you would just click on it, click on their name once their seat was available, and it would send out an auto text, which is kind of easy. Until you got shit to do around the bar and you yeah, have to you hand someone your phone, that. you just yeah. forget about it. And then we tried the paperweight list, and that worked out okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That worked out okay, but it wasn't the greatest. So we're kind of anti-weight list, and we're just kind of like, if you want to be here, you can wait outside. We'll remember which one of you guys got here first, and we will come and grab you as soon as we have a seat ready for you. Yeah. And one, selfishly, it's good for business when you have people waiting outside your business, and people are walking or driving by, and they're like, oh, what's going on there? And two, it's like... Not that we're like we're not a prissy or like a stuck up place at all. No, not at all. But it also like it's like it's good for business, you know. Yeah. Like once you're in the door, you're part of the neighborhood. But you gotta wait to get in here if we're busy. We're not yeah, a standing room only place. Exactly. We're a lounge. It's very so. I'm I'm kind of curious about this. This is something I've always kind of wondered. Hit me. Um, I mean, I I feel like this is probably a question that maybe other people ask or like wonder. But like, so Buffalo Traders Lounge, like right, like so it's like a lounge, it's a cocktail lounge. You got mm-hmm. pre, you got premier cocktails and all that stuff. But it's not like as, um, really like you got sidebar, right? Where it's right. like a lot more like, it feels a lot more high end, that kind That's of thing That's exclusive, here. You know what I mean? it's yeah. Like it feels exclusive. Like we're here, it's like, I, I don't want to go so far to say like, it's not like a dive bar either. But you know what I mean? Like, but it's got very like low key vibes for yeah. being a premier cocktail spot. Is that like the intention for the ambiance? Has it always been that way? Or is, is there like a direction that, um, you guys are planning on going with this because you know, like you know what I mean. Like, you, yeah, no, you walk 100%. in, you're at you're and at calling home. us a dive bar isn't necessarily an insult by no, any yeah, means. no, of course, yeah. but because I think a dive bar is more of a mentality. Yeah, because there's two times of dive bars. You have a dive bar that's just like a shit old bar that's not taken care of, but that's okay because you're just going there to get a two dollar beer. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? exactly. And then you have a dive bar that's more of like the personality of the employees and the, um, the ambiance i hate i don't actually like the word ambiance it's such sure a blanket that. word and like, i don't what really does it even i mean? don't even yeah i don't truly yeah. understand what it means <laughs> but like the vibes yeah exactly the vibes is a better vibes word is just yeah. a better way to say ambiance i guess but like yeah uh, there can be a vibe set that makes it a dive bar and mm-hmm. then there's like the actual dive bar set. so anyways to answer your question i think the the decor in here makes it a lounge and obviously like our seats are lounge seats Mm -hmm. but the people that work here and our staff are the ones that kind of create that neighborhood dive bar um which is exactly what we want like we want this to be a neighborhood bar where it doesn't matter rich poor any kind of color any kind of gender or whatever the fuck who cares like as long as you like good cocktails and you're not a dick to us or other patrons Mm -hmm. you're more than welcome here sidebar is one they carry like we have pretty high-end product here but we don't have as high-end as some of the high-end high-end that sidebar has but that's okay because sidebar has a six 
if that of the bottle selection that we have, right? So the, our whole point is that we have something for everyone. Like we're a cocktail lounge. We don't do beer on draft, but we still have like shit pilsners, IPAs, seltzers. Like we have something for everyone, and that's the whole point here. Like if you want a $30 cocktail, we will kill that $30 cocktail for you. If you want a $4 beer, we got you covered. You know what I mean? That's kind of right. our vibe. I think you, like you know that, but... The main difference is, and with Sidebar, is Sidebar's a lot more exclusive. Yeah. But that's because it has, what, 16 seats? Yeah. And there's an absolutely no standing room. Like, sometimes we'll get away with standing room. Um, like, if some one person wants to stay at the bar, like, with their girlfriend or something like that. But at uh, Sidebar, it's no standing room. Absolutely right. not, you know? That's okay. People love that shit. People eat it up. Sometimes people like being told no. Yeah. You know? <laughs> not often, but sometimes people are like, oh, they told me no. Next time I'm going to get here earlier. Yeah. You know, it makes like it more is, desirable. Like mm-hmm. that applies in a lot of different. Um, yeah. You want what you can't have a lot of different situations. Yeah. No, it's crazy. So, mm-hmm. you know, add a little bit of exclusivity kind of like, I can't always get this. Like, um, that kind of drives up the demand, which is kind of how like the whole fucking bourbon community has devolved into oh, what it is now. hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's kind of disgusting. It honestly. is. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the bad evolution of that like the or the capitalist has taken over that like thought and feeling and it has turned into a monetary thing you know exactly that's kind of what i want like weller yeah so not to talk crap about one of your favorite whiskeys but like i don't think it's that special no it's not but like it's like every like i I'll talk about it. Like you, yeah, like have resold bottles to friends, right mm-hmm. at Buffalo. Like you bring it in because it's a nice spot to meet at, and I've tasted it. It's not great. It's not that it great. But it's it. the one bottle that I've seen people like reach mm-hmm. out to you the most about. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'll, I mean the thing is for me too. Like my whole thing with it, it's good at cost. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like if you're paying twenty five dollars for a like bottle of it, sure. And that's kind of like my whole thing is. Like, it's good. It's fine to drink. I mean, it's a weeded whiskey or weeded bourbon. So, I mean, mm. it's not going to, like, taste offensive or anything. It's going to be super smooth. Yeah. But it's just not something that I'm going to hunt for. So, it's like, if I see it, I'll buy a whole bunch of it because I know the people that I'm selling it to are going to actually take that home that night and crack it open and drink 100%. it. They're not going to, like, let it sit on their shelf and then try to resell it for, like, 180 bucks. Like, that shit is not fucking worth it at that point. Like, there's so much stuff, like, in that price range, if not, like, just a little bit above it, a little bit below it, that is... um infinitely better yeah than, than weller like weller special reserve the 107 is not so bad some of the other lineups are actually i mean it's pretty decent bourbon but this you know it's the same thing applies the bourbon community is so confusing to me because you have and you said it like some of these people are going to buy this bottle of weller and it's going to sit on their shelf until the day they die yeah. and then their <laughs> and then their grandkid or their son's going to come take it from their house and they're going to drink it in two seconds because right. it doesn't matter to them but to the whiskey people it matters and yeah. you just want to have it on your shelf but then what's the point of buying it you know yeah. and then also like it's also confusing like when personally on a bartender's end like obviously you guys can't see it right now but I'm staring at our back bar and we have a ton of options mm-hmm and like <laughs> the number one complaint we get here is your name is Buffalo Traders Lounge, but you don't have Buffalo Trace. And we're like, no, I get that. Haha, it's funny. But like, here's some things that if you really like Buffalo Trace, I think you'll really like. And then they'll be like, nah, I see you got makers. Let's just do makers. Like, it's like you like want all these nice products, but then you have no interest in trying something new. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you've been told that Weller's good, so you're going to go buy Weller. You've been told that you, or you've tried Buffalo Trace once and you've stuck to it. Like you're not right. going to try, you know, Old Ezra. You're not going to try Yellowstone. You're not going to try like any of these, or like even some like these Michigan whiskeys are not 
terrific, but for twenty dollars a bottle, yeah, no. it's pretty damn good. Oh yeah, you know it goes I mean? down smooth, tastes yeah. amazing, and it's like, what's the point? I was actually so yeah. Yesterday I was talking to Dave from Eastern Kill, and he was like, "It's like a flex." <laughs> was that you or Lane yesterday that said Killer Kyle? It was, it was Lane. Lane? Okay. <laughs> and he's like, "No, it's Kill. It's like, Kill, you like idiot." Kill. <laughs> Kyle, I, I wasn't even gonna like. I wasn't even gonna cut him off and like not let him ask it. I was like, I want to see how this guy. Reacts. I was like, I was trying to like. I wasn't sure if he was just uh, trying to be funny. I thought he was like, funny at first, but he's being dead serious. Being <laughs> like, oh, seriously? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> no, it's kill. Yeah. But anyways, and he was like saying like for a lot of these guys, it's like a flex. Oh, 100%. like where they're like, yeah, like uh, you got all the rich guys where they just, money gets involved and they mm-hmm. buy all the good shit, and it's for when uh, you know they got company to come over and like, oh, you got that bottle on the shelf, like that's really fucking cool. And I'm like, the biggest flex you can do is crack it open, yeah, because you're not scared that you can't you get can't it lose again. it, yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. So let me ask you this: on the other side of it, on not the consumer side, but on the production side, the idea of single barrel, yeah. Like, I, now correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how I process it, that single barrel started off, excuse me, the idea of single barrel started off as a test. Like, let's do one single barrel, let's test how this goes, and then if we like it, we do the exact same thing over in multiple barrels. But it has turned into, we're going to do one barrel of this, and if it's decent enough to sell, we're going to sell it, and we're going to sell it for $20 more a bottle because we just made one and we have no intention of making more if people right. really like it because we're just going to make a ton of money because we made one yeah. and it's uh, a, a hot commodity now. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. It's it's frustrating. I would say that that's definitely a big part of it, especially with like the higher end stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, I mean, what single barrel is supposed to be is... Um, so you got your Rick house like full of all the different barrels in there and mm-hmm. not every single barrel is going to taste the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of times what they'll do is they'll dump the barrels and they'll do them in batches. Yeah. So they'll like mix like three, four, five, whatever, you know, however many fucking barrels they got. And they're like, this is our batch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because every single, like depending on what corner of the house, warehouse it's in and, you know, depending on the temperature and the yeah. wood might be slightly different. It's going to taste slightly different from barrel to barrel. You can never perfect so, one thing. Yeah. Exactly. And a lot of, so like what single barrel should be is like you go through and you taste like this barrel, that barrel, that barrel. Mm-hmm. And then like you'll have like local places or stores go in, you know, people in the community and be like, I like that one a lot. Like they'll yeah. taste a bunch and they're like, I want that barrel. Yeah. And they'll sell it like as their store. Yeah. That's pick, what we know did know what Knob mean? Creek with. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's fucking huge. And that's how it, that's how it should be as opposed to like, so a lot of these like places like, you know, Buffalo Trader. Buffalo Trace, um, like mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, where they're like, we're going to make a limited quantity of this. We could make more if we want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it has to do with the age. Like, so with Pappy, I mean, you got to wait fucking 23 years. Yeah. The age ones, like them. the higher age, I totally get. But if you're aging your shit from five to 10 years. Yeah. No, you, you got space. Like, and they have space yeah. for it and they have the product to sell more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they just won't. I mean, they have like the ability to do that. Like, they have been expanding so much as a distillery. Like, they, I forget how many millions. Of dollars they put into like their new visitor center Trace. a little while ago, yeah, yeah, like it's fucking insane. Like yeah. the amount of money going in there, like they're ca- they're capable of producing more. They just won't because it adds hype. Yeah, you know, and like and, and from like a like a, a marketing standpoint and you know a capitalist standpoint, it makes a lot of sense because yeah, you're going to drive the 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 uh, the, uh, the fucking uh, desire to buy it by having it limited so more people are going to want it. I get all sides of it. I get for the side for the guy that's holding on to the bottle to the day he dies and from the capitalist side. Mm -hmm. Like, I get all of it as long as, and we're both going to be drinking whiskey until the day we die, so it's not like all these issues are going to make us stop drinking. But it's important, it's very important to point out the mediocrity and the the hypocrisy, or not mediocrity, the, um, the... 
hypocrite hypocrisy hypocrisy thank yeah. you see that's why i dropped out of college i became a bartender kid stay in school don't do <laughs> drugs yeah we don't do that ever don't do that no fuck that anyways that was that was a good little uh little segue into what we're supposed to do we're uh yeah you know <laughs> um yeah so uh whiskey and shit like that so we got a couple different things that we're gonna do here uh we got this um we got this rum to kind of mix it up a little bit um i've had it before it's not bad i would say i prefer um you know as someone coming from you know the bourbon community when i go to rum i want something that's got a little bit more funk to it something that's got like some like outstanding like nose i want the palate to really just like stick for a while i want there to be a flavor profile to it that like is kind of memorable mm-hmm. where i'm like dude okay this is this is what that makes this rum that rum like dr bird for example right yeah. like you smell it and you instantly know it's dr bird because yeah, it's, got, it's, that, it's got that funk it's that the funk. thick funk a thick funk it's got funk funk do you ever um i love this word funk funk i like that. yeah <laughs> uh quick a uh, segue a quick little uh detour uh, yeah you ever watch that it's this old fucking video i think it's from like a british like sketch comedy show do you like baileys yes really? <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah old greg old greg because yeah, yeah, like, you said the funk you say you got the funk you got the funk <laughs> do you love me you Could you me? learn to love me? Could you learn to love me? <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. And there's there's, that, one, there's yeah. that one song where he like breaks out and he's like... I've only seen the first video, but do you know... Weird. Yeah. yeah no. Do you know there's five videos? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like... And it gets like creepier it and creepier as it weird. goes. I've only seen the first one, but uh, I can't remember who I was watching with, but he's like, yeah, don't go past video two. <laughs> if you want this to say a fun memory, don't go past video two. <laughs> uh, like, there's, a, like, there's a part where like he like legit gets dressed up in a wedding dress to like marry the dude. And he Doesn't he kill him at the end or like eat him I or something? I believe so, yeah. There's like the thing where you like, the funk where he opens it and it's this purple ball. Yeah. And he like, I think he like milks the tentacles yeah. or some shit like that to get the funk. <laughs> and it gives him like that extra power. He's got a mangina. And he God, like that was not up. the memory I thought I was going to be having today, but it's so funny. <laughs> All right, back to this. If, you've, uh, if you watched, uh, if you haven't seen Old Greg, um, yes, uh, you should probably look it up at least, yeah, just yeah. just because it's an educational experience. Yes, and um, it's it's freaking hilarious. The first video is hilarious, and you'll be quoting it for the rest of your life. <laughs> if you're if you don't want your day to be ruined, don't go past video one. It should be like ten or twelve minutes for the first one, and you yeah. don't have to watch all of it. The first six minutes is great. Yeah, no, it's great. That's terrifying. Anyways, though, back to the rum. So we got this. Uh, Dominican rum. It they recently removed the age statement. I can't remember why. The dude at the store was explaining to me why. It is a twenty three. Did you get it in town? Um yeah, I did. I got it over at Simi's Barrel House. Nice. Uh, I used to work right behind them, so I'd walk over there like every single day. Like that's where I used I used to get Stag Junior pretty frequently there, like pretty much at retail and some other good stuff. I mean and like to kinda like go off on a little tangent there, like that if you want to get good get the expensive shit, get that uh, you know, rare stuff, the best way to do it is create connections with like your local stores support them you know whenever you want to go in and buy your shitty beer your shitty whiskey or like even like some of your you know daily drinkers you know don't go to Meyer or those spots I mean Mm -hmm. unless you like know the steward at Meyer, I mean that's one different thing but you know I mean like support these local spots because they also do get some good bottle picks in and they'll get some of the higher end stuff so that's the best route to go is you're going to drink the shit anyway, support mm-hmm. your local spots with uh, the bottles you're buying, yep. and then they'll know you because they're going to want to give the bottle to someone that they know is going to drink it yep. as opposed to selling it for someone that's just going to go ahead and sell it for higher. It's like, yep. yo, I'm giving you this bottle of Stag Jr. at 60 bucks. Are you going to take it and try to sell it for 120 or are you going to drink it? You yeah. know what I mean? So and like, lots of times the products will be completely different. Like the Buffalo Trace that um, 
that a Meyer has will be like a mass produced and probably will be a little bit cheaper sometimes than your local barrel house. But yeah. the one Buffalo Trace, honestly, like if you go to Schmitty's and you yep. get some of their whiskey, that product is 10 times better. Even if it's like $3 more than like how Myers has it, it's 10 times better. Yeah. And then the, as country was built on handshake deals, so small place like that, like you become loyal to them. There's handshake deals that happen all the time. 100%. And you're not going to have that at Myers. So definitely support local. Yeah. Even though even though the product is not local, support your local stores, keep right. them afloat. It's way better. Especially with total wine coming in, like it's Yeah, and like, like not to shit on places like that, but like they're way too big to fail. Like they'll be fine yeah. if you take your business to a local liquor like barrel house or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's my little Huh? Oh yeah. I get the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> this cark's gonna go somewhere else later. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Bonk. S- all right so we got this uh there's not a whole lot on the bottle it's uh from kirk and sweeney uh it's dominican it's their grand reserva superior um 80 proof so it's actually not even that high proof but it is a 23 uh year rum i mean it's only like 50 bucks so yeah. for 23 year anything like i'll buy it just because like you could market me a 23 year vodka and i'd probably buy it just to see what the fucking sounds disgusting like. <laughs> yeah. yeah i get it but you know what I'm yeah it's, it's like, a curiosity as soon as you like age something like all of a sudden it you know adds a lot of price to it um Dominican, there's not yeah. from what i remember i don't there was nothing that really stood out about this like it tasted a lot like um before i get into it just one more i remembered maybe it's gonna be different now that it's been open for a bit mm-hmm. a lot of leather a lot of wood. I mean, the lo- I think there's a point path of like diminishing returns where if you age something too long, mm-hmm. it just I tastes agree. like licking the inside of a barrel. Yeah. Like uh, Pappy 23, not my favorite out of all the Pappies. In fact, it's my least favorite. Lot B, um, the, uh, you know, Rip Van Winkle, uh, whatever it is, Family Reserve, Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. Um, Lot B is probably my favorite. It's the easiest one to find. And it's, I don't even know how many years this is, but um, I'm not. great color. It does. Like the the... And it's very syrupy in texture, um, the way it fucking sticks to the glass. Ooh, the nose, maybe it's because I read the actual bottle before I took the nose or smell of it, but it does have, like, toffee and, like, caramel and toast and honey and... It does. Just stuff that you would really like to eat in the morning if you're hungover, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Good thing I'm not hungover. Yeah, right. Gotten, gotten past that weakness in my life. I don't get hungover anymore. I don't either. I, there's, there's a very, there's a simple, uh, there's a simple equation. There's a simple equation. Like you, you drink this, you take this, you drink water, mm-hmm. you do this, that, and the other, and then you wake up fine. Yes. Um, All right, we tasting. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Oh, that's lovely. Oh wow. Yeah. It's very different from when I first opened it. And I was going to, I know it's an 80 proof and I know like mm. some people don't like 80 proof because you don't think you're getting your money's worth, but that's when like flavor shines through. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Absolutely. Uh, that is lovely. It is good actually. Yeah. No, because like when I last had it, it wasn't like nearly as flavorful. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, same thing with proof too. Like if, if you can have a bottle that's lower proof, um, and um, still have a significant amount of flavor. I think that's way more impressive oh, than just drinking a heat bomb and being like, "There's flavor in this." Because I mean, obviously, there's fucking flavor. And it's high proof. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing. Like, well, so when they, people say that, they're like, "There's flavor in 
this because there's so much heat. Like, yeah, for sure, dude. Sure, yeah. like, it tastes like... Uh, Looks like you're enjoying like it. Like pepper and spicy yeah. shit. Um, and like, yeah, a little quick tangent. Like, So like Yellowstone, right? So like there were single barrel pick, like the ones I've had, like 90 proof, 93 proof, right? Yeah. And for something that's like 93 proof, it has so much more complexity, mm-hmm. you know, than some of the stuff that's like 116, 120 yeah. proof. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in, in my opinion, I think that's more impressive to have a um, lower proof uh, spirit that actually can stand up. Yeah. I mean, obviously, since it's been aged for 23 years, it's going to have flavor notes that like a two to four year, you know, 80 proof isn't going to have. Yeah, 80 proof 100%. is significantly low. It's probably the lowest proof I've, I drink, except for Screwball, because that's like what, 70 Remind proof. me, Bottle and Bond, was that 80 proof or is that 100 proof? It's 100 proof. 100 proof, okay. And it has to be aged for four years and yeah. government supervised yeah, yeah, warehouse. Yeah, yeah. I just worry about the proof. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, no. <laughs> All that dumb shit. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, no, it's actually pretty solid. I would say so. And the the mouth feels like ugh, I love that word and hate that word. The, I get it. No, mouth, mouth feel isn't. I had had a long discussion with this with Rob the other day, but continue. Sorry. <laughs> mouth feel like it's one of those. I mean, it sounds like it could be naughty, um, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it, it, like it really. It's since it's like so um, aged and everything. It's uh, <laughs> it kind of sticks almost in a way to your mouth. Like it doesn't just like drink down like. Uh, like super thin it's very thick like it kind of sticks in your mouth for a little bit you know yeah. what i mean it's like 100%. almost like a syrup in a way and that's kind of cool yeah. well there's there's two different kinds of feel in my opinion there's mouth feel and then there's taste feel right mouth oh, feel is the okay. feeling of like what actually like like the and when we say thickness don't think of like syrup thickness like the spirit is thick but like actual like if you were to have an egg white drink mm-hmm. that has more of a thick mouth feel than a daiquiri which is has no egg white and is more bright and refreshing right and then you have taste feel which is that like syrup and like kind of like thicker syrup time comparatively to like a bright and refreshing daiquiri again that taste feel is going to be more bright and tart like the taste feel is how your tongue reacts that's the best way i can put it uh, and the yeah. mouth feels is the actual texture of the drink in your mouth okay. yeah i should be yeah. saying yeah no and, and, and that's the nice thing about like any sort of drink with egg white like it almost like i don't say oxygenates it but it kind of like kind of like spreads it out mm-hmm. you know so like especially with like a sour so you got like something that's like sour and if you were to drink a whiskey sour without the egg white all you're tasting is the fucking sour yeah. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's just a straight like hit of uh, you know acid and citrus and all that shit, but then you throw in an egg white, and it kind of like disperses it over you know more surface area in a way. So and I mean the same thing kind of applies to you know your your spirits. So you know having a mouthfeel that's more like distributed where it kind of just sits. This is so crazy. More. Yeah, like very easy, easy, easy. I have an ingrown hair in one of my tattoos. It sucks, but pull, sorry, pull that shit out. Yeah, right. Um. No, this is very easy to drink up front, very sweet, almost not like watered down, but like very dispersed, like the flavor hits on all different parts of your mouth. And then the heat doesn't hit until it's like literally halfway down your throat, like in mm-hmm. your chest, like that's where it hits. And it's like the perfect spot. And then it's gone after a couple seconds. It's not like a painful heat, you know? Yeah. That's great. I like that a lot. Yeah, no, it's not bad. I think it's, it's perfect sipping on its own. I mean, being mm-hmm. lower proof, you don't have to... You know, adding ice or anything to it would probably fucking kill it. Um, but uh, you know, maybe a drop of water opens it up. I don't know. But um, I, I don't know if this would. Would you make a cocktail with this, or is this one of those yeah, things? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, a twenty. How much is a bottle? Uh, like fifty bucks. 
Oh, so it's not bad for a 23-year. So, yeah, I mean, I would make a cocktail with this. This could go great standing up on its own, like you said, or standing up, like, with just a few different things in it. Um, this might make a hell of a daiquiri if you took a little out, uh, you did a little bit less lime juice than normal, and you did a little less simple syrup, just because you don't need to mask the flavor of this or add more flavors. Just, But you want to get that natural crispness of a daiquiri. Yeah. Go great. Go great in Manhattan. Um, I would not use this in like a hurricane or anything like that, like a, no. like a very fruity rum drink, just because of the flavor itself. You Something like this, you want to accentuate the flavor that it already has, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing like a white rum or like, I personally think like Plantation 3 Star is a perfect, like there's a rum for everything and like Plantation 3 Star has is a great rum to go into a hurricane or like a, like a very fruity drink because it has the alcohol in it and it doesn't have a ton of standalone taste or flavor by itself yeah. I personally think uh-huh. this is something that you don't want to use the flavor you want that to be the star of the drink you know what I mean yeah. so yeah absolutely I would use this in a cocktail or you could literally just sip on this or something that this would be good on and it, I think it's way too nice of a rum to actually do this idea but like a floater on a Mai Tai Oh, fuck, dude. You know what I fuck mean? It, dude. Dude, yeah. dude, dude, uh, to give a Mai Tai a little more alcohol on top and just a little floater. Mm. Oh, I think that'd be, if you're on a beach with a frozen Mai Tai, or like not even a frozen Mai Tai, but like a Mai Tai with this as a floater, like a, like a Grand Marnier type idea, how you yeah. do a floater, you know? Like, I think that would be really cool too. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You working tonight? You know it. All right. I'm probably going to be on like uh, <laughs> eight, between eight and nine. You want me to get the blender ready? Yeah. <laughs> we don't blend drinks at Buffalo. Don't get any ideas. We're not, yeah, we're not that kind of bar. No, no. Do you guys do Yanger bombs? No. no. <laughs> Green tea. Green no. tea shots. Uh, can um, I do a lemon drop? So you want lemon water with vodka? Yeah, I can sure, do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I just do like a Red Bull vodka? Actually, I have some very exciting partnerships coming up that I can't talk about Ooh. quite yet, but you may be seeing some Red Bull cans in <laughs> our bar eventually. Oh, uh, that's cool. But it's going to, yeah, I'll tell you off there what's going on, but yeah, I can't publicly talk about it. Sounds good. And we're back. Uh, uh. So, what do we got here? Talk to me a little bit about what we're about to do. All right. So, I thought it'd be fun since we're in bar or in location. We're live at Buffalo Traders Lounge. Um, that since we have a quite exquisite back bar of whiskeys and bourbons and rinds, that um, we would have test Josiah, aka GR Whiskey Guy. I'm so bad and, at this shit, by the way. And do some blind tastings. Um, I think a couple of these you've had for sure. One of them, maybe not. Um, but we're going to start from left to right. Um, I don't know, do your thing, do your color test, your smell, your taste, whatever, and um, let's go, let's try them all. Yeah. Name it after you try it, but I won't tell you what if you're right okay. until afterwards. So what I'm going to do, I mean, since I'm going in blind, is I'm just going to talk about what I taste, see what it tastes like yeah, to me, smells absolutely. like, all that good shit, whether I like it or not. Maybe yeah. take a guess at like the proof and the year, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of go from there. I mean, as far as like... As far as like guessing a bottle down in the bottle, it's very hard. There's some bottles I can pick out like right away, yeah. and there's some I can't. Um, but I have this, faith that you'll get one. This will be fun at least. Probably, if I get at least one, I'll be happy. Um, all right, so start off with uh, sample number one. Um, hold on, I can clear my sinuses out. <laughs> Hello. Well, that's good. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they're all solid. I'm not playing any like shit pranks on you. They're all solid whiskeys. I'm just gonna do a couple like nose. This is real quick. <coughs> Fuck. 
God damn. I promise you I'm not playing drugs Straight with up that. wasabi right up the uh, nose, dude. Okay. All right, nice. Um, I get a feeling this second one's higher proof. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, mm, that's interesting. Um, it's a very interesting nose. Uh, how would I even describe that? It's very... Uh, I recognize this one and I don't know what it is so we're gonna come back to that gotta huh. guess you gotta guess let me think so are they all bourbon or is there a mix of bourbon and rye uh, I think the first two are bourbon the last one's rye okay so I was gonna guess this is yeah. a bourbon for sure okay right, so sample one um mm. fuck um it's okay to be wrong. I'm going to throw two and see if either of them. Is it Larceny or Yellowstone? Okay, I've told you we'll do it at the end. Okay. So pick one, of, one those of those two. two. Okay. Um, I didn't say it's one of those two. I'm saying okay. well, I'll tell you at the end. It reminds me, I mean, it rem- do you have the Larceny Barrel Proof right now? Yeah, we have both okay. small batch and barrel proof. Okay. So it kind of reminds me of the Larceny for sure. Um, but then also it's got like some of the um, mineral taste that I like get in Yellowstone. So it's kind of hard to tell. Cool. I don't know. The flavor is really good. The nose is super, uh, super like bright and vibrant, and there's lots of oak in this one. Um, I like it a lot. But um, on to the next one. On to the next one. Let's see what we got. So that one is also a bourbon as well. A lot of complexity to this one. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know if I can pick this one out. I don't know if I've had this one. Have I had this one? I believe so. Yes. Fuck. It's the last one. I don't think you've had. Maybe you've had. You've okay. actually you've had it here. Okay. Yeah. It's very um. It reminds me of the Joseph Magnus. But I don't think that's what it is. Okay. Um, it's higher proof. Oh. Yeah, that one's, I think, I don't, the third one might be higher in proof, but that one's definitely higher than the first one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm also like an idiot. It's fine. I like it. <laughs> All right, so what was your final guess for the first one? With larceny. Larceny. Final guess for this one. I'm just gonna say Joseph Magnus, even though it's probably not what it is. But I just want to say that. Cool. All right. And then um, last on to one, the third one, which is you said a rye, probably. Yeah, I believe it's a rye. He believes it's a rye. Oh no, no, no. it's all bourbon. It's all bourbon. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Welcome back, AC. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no fucking clue. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> I 
<laughs> I can't wait to tell you. Yeah, because I'm going to be so wrong. I love it. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to throw a random guess. Let's just say old Ezra and just call it. Okay. All right. You know what's fucking hilarious? What? You named all three of them. Just all wrong? Kind of. <laughs> so <laughs> this one you said is either Yellowstone or Larceny okay. Barrel Proof. You even yeah. said Barrel Proof. This one's Yellowstone 93. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This one's Larceny Barrel Proof. <laughs> and this one's Joseph Magnus. So I flipped the Cigar those. blend. You yeah, fucking kidding me. Yeah, no. That so is... you're a lot better at this than you think. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I smelled them all before I tried yeah, them. Yeah, so you didn't get the cigar blend, but you... Oh, you said it was either or the same one, and then you what did you call it? You called this one larceny, and then and I you said that one. you said Joseph Magnus for this one, but you thought it was larceny as well. Yeah, so uh, that, you're a lot better at this than you thought, man. Dude, that's funny as hell, though. Also, you're welcome for the Joseph Magnus yeah, cigar blend. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. I was like, yeah. there's no way that's in here, but yeah, no. I now that I'm like seeing it, wow, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Actually, uh, I named all of them, but yeah. it was just off. You're good at your job. <laughs> <laughs> Turns yeah. out, fuck, dude. I guess I gotta. Guess I gotta do this more, man. Hey, did you have fun doing that? That was fun, dude. Yeah, I gotta do that more. Yeah, I used to do that with wine tasting when I worked at Reserve, and it was a lot of fun. I was never good at it, but it was nice. a lot of fun to do, anyways. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, dude. I what I want to do um, one of these days is uh, do like a blind test where either one of them is a. Like lo- like a low budget one, or mm-hmm. one of them's a high budget one. You know, and just mm-hmm. mix it in there and see if you yeah. can pick it out. Like head to head, yeah, yeah. So like have like just I think yeah, like like one like one on one. Like one of them is the more expensive one, and the other one's like a cheap. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> <coughs> fucking proof is coming back. Oh. <laughs> um, and then one of them is like a, a higher end bourbon. It's like, can you tell which one is right. the more expensive one? Yeah. Sometimes you can, but sometimes like depending on like the product sometimes it honestly like it's hard to tell oh, yeah. kind of like you know just to kind of like, do that next time yeah, yeah. that'd be sweet yeah just to kind of like wrap up a little bit and uh talk about what we've kind of like hit on a little bit theme wise um that's kind of like the the kicker is a lot of times the cheap shit can go head to head with the expensive shit and win yeah. you know and um in the end of the day so long as you're drinking it that's really all that matters yeah 100%. and um if you can't tell the difference between an expensive one and a cheap one just fucking buy the cheap one yeah like, don't be a bitch. Don't, yeah. like, buy into the Because that expense uh, one's hype. just going to sit on your shelf like we talked about. Exactly. And you can get stuff for, you know, way cheaper, way more available. that tastes just as good or if, you know, not, you know, better. Like, for example, like, the Joseph Magnus Cigar Blend is in a fucking expensive bottle. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I liked it, I honestly couldn't tell. Tell the difference between you know? that and the Larceny, which is which is also a fourth f- of the price. Yeah, it's yeah. a phenomenal bottle. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so good shit dude it's good shit dude this is fun this was fun we'll do it again you know we'll be a th- like a series where every so often we'll just hop in catch up yeah talk shit talk shit get hit stuff. talk shit get hit <laughs> all right dude thanks all for right, having man. me on thanks for having me it's fun <laughs> it's good see you next time Hell actually yeah. now i'll see you tonight yeah you see you tonight hey to do to do to do outro <laughs>